Welcome to worship. It is good to be with you today, whether you are here with us on Zoom, if you're joining us on Facebook, if you have found us another way, it is certainly so good to be together. This is a communion Sunday, so I hope you have something to eat and something to drink with you. Excellent. I see some of you holding that up right now. If, if you don't, just at some point, slip away and grab that and we will share in communion together a little bit later. But as we begin worshiping together, let's take a moment to take just two or three deep breaths to center ourselves in this place and in this space. And let's begin our time together by joining together in song with our opening hymn. Uh -oh. This is our time of discovery, a time for the young among us, or perhaps just the young at heart. I want to begin by asking you a question. Do you ever have a hard time remembering things? There are so many things we have to do throughout the day. Oh, I already see some of our adults raising their hands. For example, I uh, sometimes uh, forget 
to walk out the door with a mask. So one of the things I've taken to doing is I hang a mask uh, right on my lamp so that when I turn it off to leave, if I'm in the office alone, uh, I can't do it without bumping into my mask. So then I know to bring it, right? Other times, and my family can attest to this, I pile up stuff right in front of the door so that if I'm going to leave, I can't get out the door without tripping over it, right? That might not serve me well in the future, but for now it's good. I also like to have reminders, not just about things I need to do, but about the kind of person I want to be. I mean, you can see right now I'm wearing this cross necklace. It's a reminder of the faith that I try to live up to. I don't always, but I, I certainly try and it's a reminder. I have this, uh, and I have a number of these sitting around my desk. I don't know if you can see it. I'll try to hold it up. Let me see what that is. It's a little turtle. Right? Years ago, uh, I was on a mission trip, and one of the adult leaders in the organization had this habit of, of telling people what animal they reminded them of, not physically, but in kind of the way they carried themselves. And he said, you're a land turtle. Uh, and I always liked that description because I think of turtles as sort of patient and they're a little slow, but they're steady and they last, they stick around and they always look kind of just calm. So sometimes when I feel anxious, I look at the turtle and I remind myself, myself just to be calm, just to stick with it and ride it out. I have a, a, a picture here. This is of my son. I won't hold it up for long because he wouldn't, he wouldn't want that kind of attention. But I have pictures of my family that I have uh, in the church office so that I'm reminded even when I'm working, especially if it's a long day, um, the priority they are in my life and how blessed I am to have them. And they help me be a better person. I tell you all these things because today in Sunday school, and that's available on YouTube. I know many of you are accessing that. If you're having trouble, let us know. But today in Sunday school, you'll be learning about an important uh, set of lessons, an important teaching about what the kind of person God wants us to be. It's from a prophet named Micah. It's a verse many of the adults I know know. It's Micah 6, 8. I'm not going to tell you what it is here, so that you'll be eager to go to your Sunday school lesson and find out. But after you go through that lesson, I have a challenge for each of you. You can do this with your families or you can do this by yourself to make a reminder of the things Micah says we're supposed to be. It could be a sign, it could be a picture, it could be a note, it could be anything you want but make a reminder of Micah's important teachings to us and put it up somewhere where you can see it. So when you start to act in a way that maybe is a little bit different from Micah's vision, you're pulled back into that way of being. All right, I hope you enjoy the Sunday School lesson. And now, and I don't know how this comes across with Zoom, so I'll just give it a try. Go now in peace, go now in peace. May the love of God surround you everywhere, everywhere you may go.
so. Um, where did you find a turtle? Oh, Pastor Rob, where did you find your turtle? <laughs> Wait, I didn't know I was got to do questions and answers. Yeah, it's like a real time of discovery. You get interruption. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I actually, I don't remember uh, where I found that one. I've got one rock, and I'll, I'll show your boys next time I see them, that I actually found on the ground that looks like a turtle, and I kept it. I've got a little collection going. I get them in different places. Okay. There you go. Thank you. We've come to our time of joys and concerns, and... Um, through the advances of technology, if you're watching us on Facebook, oh, no, not yet. <laughs> through the advances of technology, I can actually see all of your comments on Facebook. There's a bit of a lag, but if you have any joys or concerns, um, please just raise your hand and I'll call on you and uh, we can celebrate those things or, or pray for those things. Um, I, I want to share a concern of mine I've voiced before, but I just want to voice it again that uh, a, a handful of my friends in other parts of the country have lost their work. And one of them, uh, in particular, his name is Jordan. His, he and his family, they he was denied unemployment benefits. Um, so they're kind of worried now um, and asked if our church would pray for him. And of course, I said yes. So. Is there anyone else that has a, a joy or a concern? I can yeah, Meg. I think I see Anton with us. Isn't that and great? That's a joy. Hi, yeah. Anton. Welcome. He's here during dinner time in Ireland. It's great. That's yeah. so nice to see you. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, Mimi. Now you can hear me, right? Yes, we can. Okay, prayers, please, for Lee Darby and her upcoming treatment. Okay. Yeah. Strong woman. Hopefully she'll be okay. Is there anyone else who has a joy? Yeah, Bob? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I wanted to celebrate our 40th anniversary with you all. We have great joy at 40 years of marriage and we're looking forward to the next 40. Well, you are a lucky man. <laughs> That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, Sharon Michael. The Birches, go ahead. We had our hand raised. We were just applauding, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> applause. awesome. Got it. Ah. Anyone else with a joy or a concern to share here? Yeah, Clark. Yeah, I had a, a strange experience on uh, on Thursday. Thursday. I, I had a really low um, low velocity impact uh, fender bender that totaled my car. And uh, I, at first I was really bummed out about it, but I realized uh, 
later we went out yesterday and we went shopping and I realized that this was God's way of, of uh, arranging for me to get into a much safer car with uh, all the new safety features and stuff. And so I'm actually really joyful about it. That's a, that is a very graceful outlook on that car. Yeah. I probably, probably end up saving my life. Uh, then definitely we're happy about that. Uh, anyone else, maybe one more joy or concern? Yeah, um, Peter. Yeah, with the hot weather coming, yeah. concern for all of us, okay? Uh, to be very cautious and take good care and make a phone call or two to those who uh, might need to be checked up on. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that goes through Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Right. Yeah, especially if you can't get out because the air is dirty. Well, um, we'll take just a moment of quiet uh, so that you can pray or reflect on your own. And then I will close us in prayer with the Lord's Prayer. May we all pray. God, we are, uh, we do think about this um, just warm weather, particularly those of us who are being impacted by smoke still. God, help us to just keep us cool and uh, help us to take better care of this planet that you've given us. Um, Lord, we pray for Lee and, and uh, pray for her surgery that she would get quick healing, the doctors would work wonderful miracles in her and we celebrate with Bob and Christine 40 years and what a testament it is of their love for one another and God also for Clark we are grateful that he has not been hurt more than he is and are especially grateful for just his attitude and the witness that he has shared with us and may we all be so graceful under difficult circumstances you know we close our time praying praying the way your son taught us to pray saying our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you.
Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18. Please listen to what the Spirit may be saying to you. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Praise be to God. And now a reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. Oh, no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. This too is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. I want to begin with a story that's been circulating on social media, so maybe it's familiar to you. We move to the hundred acre wood for this story. It occurred to Pooh and Piglet that they hadn't heard from Eeyore for several days. So they put on their hats and coats and trotted across the hundred acre wood to Eeyore's stick house. Inside the house was Eeyore. Hello, Eeyore, said Pooh. Hello, Pooh. Hello, Piglet, said Eeyore in a glum sounding voice. We, we just thought we'd check in on you, said Piglet, because we hadn't heard from you, and so we wanted to know if you were okay. Eeyore was silent for a moment. Am I okay? He asked eventually. Well, I don't know, to be honest. Are any of us really okay? That's what I ask myself. All I can tell you, Pooh and Piglet, is that right now I feel rather sad and alone, and not much fun to be around at all. Which is why I haven't bothered you, because you wouldn't want to waste your time hanging out with someone who is sad and alone and not much fun to be around at all, would you now? Pooh looked at Piglet, and Piglet looked at Pooh, and they both sat down, one on either side of Eeyore in his stick house. Eeyore looked at them in surprise. What are you doing? We're sitting here with you, said Pooh, because we are your friends. 
And true friends don't care if someone is feeling sad or alone or not much fun to be around at all. True friends are there for you anyway. And so here we are. Oh, said Eeyore. And the three of them sat there in silence. And while Pooh and Piglet said nothing at all, somehow, almost imperceptibly, Eeyore started to feel a very tiny little bit better because Pooh and Piglet were there. No more, no less. So I first saw this story on Roberta Masson's Facebook page. Thank you, Roberta. And I saw this story very shortly after I had read our two scripture passages for this week. And so with those passages in my mind, while I read this story, I said to myself, yes, that's it. You know, what a great example of how these two scripture passages are encouraging us to be in relationship with one another. Now consider the instructions that we heard in the two passages today. Love your neighbor as yourself. Be with one another. Come alongside one who is troubled. Don't give up on someone too easily. Now we see all of these instructions modeled in the story about Pooh and Piglet and Eeyore. Makes me think A.A. A. Milne was quite the theologian. Now I realize by saying that these are instructions, uh, I think I maybe have misspoken because what I don't want us to do is look at this passage from Matthew's gospel simply as some sort of conflict resolution checklist. Now, it seems like that a little bit on the surface, right? You know, follow these instructions and watch your conflicts disappear. Now, if we think about what Jesus says in Matthew, you know, speak to the person who has wronged. Speak to the person with others. Speak to the person with the church. You know, I love a good checklist. I am a big time list maker. But to look at this gospel passage as just some sort of checklist is problematic for two reasons. So we're not going to do that. First, we know life does not happen like that. Your life is not nearly that clean and that tidy. Follow these instructions and you'll get exactly the result you want. It just doesn't happen that way very regularly. And second, if we just rotely follow a checklist of instructions, we are going to miss the many community values that Jesus is trying to share with us. You know, in this passage, Jesus has embedded important lessons about what being together in a community really looks like. So I wanna take a look at some of those this morning. I'm gonna do another list. This is not a checklist. This is just to keep us all on the same page. So the first lesson I hear from Jesus in this passage is an encouragement for the church community to be a place that nurtures honest dialogue and also a place that doesn't ignore conflict. I mean, that's part of being together in a community, right? You're going to have conflict. You know, it's, that's an integral part of relationships. But 
rather than letting that conflict fester or be ignored, Jesus tells us to lovingly address it, to face it head on, you know, to offer opportunities for forgiveness, for repentance, for reconciliation. Now, Jesus also calls us to listen closely and carefully to one another, to really hear the truths that are, that are in one another's hearts and souls. You know, in the beginning of this Matthew passage, Jesus uses the word listen four different times. So listening to each other must be important. Jesus also wants us to be sure that love and being together in relationship are our first instinct as a community, not rejection. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but after several attempts have been made at listening, Jesus tells us to treat the one who has sinned as a Gentile or as a tax collector. Now, sometimes this is interpreted as the moment when it is time to cast someone out of the community. But that's not how Jesus treated Gentiles and tax collectors. No, Jesus continues to welcome, continues to minister to even those who are traditionally seen as perhaps difficult. Now, even as I say this, you know, it is important to remember that sometimes we do need to end a relationship, right? If it's unhealthy or if it's dangerous, and we should not hesitate to do that. But Jesus does call us to love rather than rejection first. And finally, Jesus reminds us that we have a responsibility to our community and to our relationships. We don't just give up on people, right? We search for that lost sheep until we find it. We love our neighbors as ourselves as Paul reminds us. So I hope that Westminster is this type of community. You know, I hope that you are helping any community of which you are a part to be this kind of community. I know that it's very difficult to maintain and nurture our relationships as community during this shelter in place time, right? So perhaps that means we are going to need to work even harder to put these types of values in place in our relationships and in our communities. Now, I'm also aware that most of us have likely had our Eeyore moments during this shelter in place time. Those moments when we are feeling, as Eeyore says, not much fun to be around at all. You know, times when perhaps we have felt like withdrawing from community. However, let these scripture passages today remind us of the importance of staying in relationships, perhaps especially during those difficult times. And it's my hope that during these challenging times, you have found community to sustain you in whatever way you have been able to find it. 
know, Jesus reminds us, even if just one or two people have reached out to share a word of God's love, God has been present in those moments. Now, I want to give you all a time to share. It's one of the joys of being together on Zoom as we get to interact with each other. So I'm going to put you in some breakout rooms for a chance for you to share your own thoughts. And I have two questions for you to focus on with each other. The first is, how have you nurtured the community values that Jesus has described, especially during this shelter in place time? How have you kept those community relationships strong? And then the second would be, how have you been nurtured by community during this time? Okay. One, how have you nurtured community? Two, how have you been nurtured by community? So you'll have several minutes together in your breakout rooms. Make sure that everyone gets a chance to talk and that you listen carefully to one another, as Jesus reminded us, right? And uh, we'll give you a little warning when it's time to break out of the breakout rooms and come back together, all right? So here we go. Fred and Charlotte, are you there? I think I'm with Fred and Charlotte, but I can neither hear them nor see them. <laughs> are you there? Oh, no, look, they left me too. So that leaves me by myself in my own breakout room. And I believe I am the one that is getting filmed for Facebook. So therefore, if you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on YouTube or on our website, however you find us, I do encourage you to think for yourself about these two questions, right? How have you nurtured community? How have you been nurtured by community? Um, I've done some thinking about this obviously because I knew the questions were coming and I just find myself grateful that um, we do have these electronic means of communication. Um, certainly not the same. You know, electronic communications will never replace in-person communications. But I do find it really neat to be able to see each other, you know, to talk to each other. There's something about seeing people, seeing your facial expressions, that just means so much to me. So that's been a way that I have been both nurtured and that I have tried to nurture others is by making sure that we do have some face-to-face -face interactions. You know, that's why we've moved to doing some Zoom worship services. So we are able to see each other and to be with each other virtually. It's hard though. I'll, I'll share with you one of the difficulties that I've noticed with my son um, is that he seems to be losing all of his hobbies. 
I don't know if you have found that, you know, he loves to play the trumpet. And what he loves most about playing the trumpet is being in community with other people and making music together. And when he can't do that, you know, it's just, it's not as fun to play the trumpet. You know, same with, uh, he loves to play soccer. Um, and he has been able to meet with a small cohort of teammates and do skill drills where they're separated, but they can't scrimmage because they're too close to each other. They can't play games with each other. And it's just not as fun. Uh, so I don't know if, if that is something that you have noticed, but um, there is something about not being able to be in person that, you know, those activities, especially that require other people, you know, for the joy of the activity is, is hard. And I can only hope that when, oh, look, when this ends, he'll get those hobbies back. It's Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Hold on, you're, you're muted. Can you unmute yourself so I can hear you? My, my Wi-Fi gave out, but I'm back. <laughs> well, and look, it put you in my breakout room, which is, which is wonderful. Okay. I, 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 will okay. Give, I will give you a warning though. Yeah, we're recording this session for Facebook. And if you're in my breakout room, you get to be broadcast with me on Facebook. <laughs> okay. how can I correct that <laughs> oh no it's fine I think there's there's only about a minute left in the breakout rooms anyway so that's fine you and I you and I can have a breakout room of ourselves for ourselves no problem uh oh are you still there she left me huh gotta love technology right <laughs> it was good to see her face for but a moment uh, but that's okay. Maybe maybe she'll return. Maybe she won't. I hope she will. I hope she'll be able to finish worship with us. Um, but anyway, I think I had finished my thought. Just the 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 hope that that I am able to or help him as his parent, my son, nurture his his joys, trumpet, soccer, whatever it is. Even though he can't be in an in person community, in the hope that you know there will still be those connections when the in person community returns. All right, we just got a minute warning for the breakout rooms. So hopefully everyone is finishing up their conversations in the next 60 seconds. Oh, look, there's Elizabeth. Hello. You're, you're muted. I can't hear you, but I'll wave at you. Uh, we're, oh, doing you one, we're doing more than one breakout. No, I think they're, they're ending in less than a minute. Yeah, they said 33 seconds and then they then it stopped. So. Oh, really? It kicked you? Oh, that's weird. We're having a good time. Not that I don't love you, Bethany. <laughs> Not that I don't love you, but where'd my other people go? <laughs> oh, there's, there, yeah, Bob was waxing eloquent and you cut him off. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the problem that I have not been able to figure out with breakout rooms is that when the time's up, the time's up, and it just it cuts you off. It does not matter. Did you choose to join us in our breakout? That that might have triggered it earlier. No, I I don't know why yours ended. Oh, see, everyone is ending now. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. 
Bethany, it actually does work really well because it told us in 55 seconds it's shutting down. It wasn't just a chop. Okay, see, every time we do this, we learn a little something because when we did this two weeks ago, we didn't have any warning and now we had a little warning. So this is good. We're getting better each time. So if your conversation didn't get to finish, I hope you will find a way to finish it in the future. Um, I was actually talking to myself and everyone on Facebook. So. If you were with me on Facebook, I hope you enjoyed me, you know, waxing eloquently. Um, but because community is more difficult to sustain during shelter in place time, and I think we can likely agree it is, it's hard. I am so glad that we are continuing to celebrate the Lord's Supper together. You know, because when we come to the table, even when it's virtually, even when we're not together in person, when we come to the table together, I am reminded of these lessons about community that Jesus has taught us. You know, because everyone is invited to the table. No one is turned away. You know, we were reminded of that in our anthem today, right? For everyone born a place at the table. You know, and we come to the table as we are. You know, with all of our joys and our sorrows, with our troubles and our imperfections, with our gifts and our flaws, Jesus welcomes us in love. And when we are gathered together, sharing this meal in Christ's name, Jesus is certainly here among us, right? Where two or three are gathered in my name. Jesus is with us, encouraging us, walking with us, sitting with us at the table. And as we partake in this meal, perhaps somehow, almost imperceptibly, we start to feel a very tiny little bit better because God is here, because we are here with each other. No more, no less. Amen. Let's join together now in singing some praise. We'll sing together the doxology. pleased to share with you some of what's going on in the life of this beloved community. And there is a lot going on. One of the themes that came up in the breakout room that I was in just moments ago was how important it was to be connected and how much it meant to us when others reached out to us or when we were able to be together virtually or in a safe setting during this time. 
So it's important to lift up the ways in which you can do so through Westminster and perhaps share these ways with others that may not be accessing them fully. I'll highlight just a few. Uh, and I'll say at the outset too, remember the best way to learn of these things is to be sure that you're on our e-news distribution list because we are highlighting activities there weekly. First, next week was to be our in-gathering. And I say that with a bit of sadness because we can't be together the way we'd like to be together, having a, a cookout and sitting face to face. Um, but I suppose the silver lining is our, our facility couldn't handle it right now anyway. Nonetheless, we're going to do what we can to still gather virtually. So at 11 o'clock, directly following the service, which uh, will probably stream in a different manner, we will have a Zoom gathering. So you can Zoom in at 11 o'clock. We'll publish that link widely. And we'll have uh, just a chance to connect, but we'll also have some uh, guided questions to sort of facilitate the conversation. So we'll gather in that manner. Uh, beyond that, at two o'clock next Sunday, you'll have the chance to drive down to Westminster and drive through the parking lot where a number of us will be stationed to uh, offer you a blessing, to offer you a song, uh, maybe a bit of refreshment uh, so that you can at least see us a little bit face to face. So that's two o'clock next week in the parking lot. There'll be some youth bonfires coming up, some films, some uh, group gatherings. Uh, the, the high school will be focusing on some ways in which they can get involved. They have a real hunger to make a difference in our community. And they're not a voting age yet, but there are ways in which they can still support the life of this community, including uh, becoming poll workers and other uh, things. So please do check on what's going on with our high school youth. We'll be making some postcards for folks who need some contact. Um, middle school students as well will be making some cards for folks who are isolated, like so many of us right now. So, so youth hang in there, find ways to uh, stay connected there. We're trying to do more than just gather you virtually because we know you're getting plenty of that in school. Uh, finally, uh, there will be uh, a number of you who continue to watch us no matter what we're doing on YouTube, just like some of you will watch us on Facebook. And sometimes people have reported a little bit of difficulty finding us on YouTube. Our page is WPC Tiburon. But once you find it, you won't need to search ever again if you just find that red button that says subscribe. And once you hit that, finding our page is far, far easier. So I encourage you to do that. And if you're having trouble finding us on any platform in which we're doing church, just contact the staff. We're, we're happy to hook you up with someone who can walk you through some steps. There is no reason to be bashful about that. It's challenging for all of us in different ways. And I guess, I guess one more finally, if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, we've been experimenting with doing this Zoom offering so that you can see one another and even sometimes interact. But there are some things that are sacrificed with that format. And so we'll likely either do this on a monthly basis or we'll shift to doing it every week. It just depends on what's best for the congregation. So if you have an opinion on that, even if you've expressed it before, go ahead and send us a note so we can get a sense of what's working best for people. And with that, I'll turn it over to Bethany for some instructions about how we'll have our communion celebration today.
first the reminder that all are welcome at the table. All are invited to participate in this meal together. If you haven't had a chance yet, this is the moment to go find something to eat, something to drink. You know, traditionally it's bread and juice, but it doesn't have to be. And we're reminded that Jesus invites us to come to the table in peace. So we're going to send you one more time to a breakout room very briefly, one or two minutes, to be able to share the peace of Christ with one another, and perhaps to share what elements you're going to be using today. Some of you may be creative. So may we, in our breakout rooms, share the peace with one another. All right. Hey, Nancy. I can't hear you. You unmute oh. yourself. Fred and Charlotte, we can't. I muted myself. Oh, well, may the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you, you and Cammie. Thank yes. You. yes, hello. I, I had Cammie come join me for communion. It felt too lonely to be in this room by myself. Where's Ben? Oh, we couldn't convince him to do it. He's he's online with a friend. And, you know, since I was just preaching about the importance of community, I figured <laughs> if, he's do, if he's doing something with a friend, we should just let him. But we've got here, we actually had juice. Okay. We have, Coconut water. <laughs> we don't always have juice, but we had juice. And a bagel. And a bagel. Looks like it's already been partly eaten. Bread. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Oh, oh, that's good, Brad. Nice. <laughs> well, you know who's been nibbling our child. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had pre-communion. <laughs> good. We are we are ready. We're ready. Where's where's Kurt? I think he's asking for you. Oh, he's there. All right. <laughs> Hi. Peace of Christ to be with you. And yes. you. Christ. Yes, it's good to see you guys. Good to see you. No doubt about it. We miss seeing everybody and giving everybody hugs. We went on a, um, a hike at Rodeo Beach with Polly on uh, Friday, and uh, it's good to connect. Yeah. Feeling no, very sheltered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so glad y'all were able to do that. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was a gorgeous day, too. Good. All right, looks like we're getting some people back. I think the room's All right, so the peace of Christ be with all of you. If you unmuted yourself, I invite you to mute yourself again as we continue with our communion service. This is the joyful feast of the people of God. Come from the north and the south. Come from the east and the west. Come sit at the table in the kingdom of God. Will you join with me? God be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift we them to God. God. Let us give thanks to God. It is right to give. Let us pray. 
gracious and loving God, as we prepare to share in this feast of love, we thank you for your constant love for all you have made. At this table, may our lives be awakened to you, O oh God, to your love and to your kingdom, whose door is always open. As we eat this bread and drink this cup, may we see you in each other. May it not matter our differences, our languages, our looks, or our way of doing things. May what matter today and every day be that we are one in you. By your spirit, continue to make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to the world. And now, gifted by the presence of your Holy Spirit, we offer ourselves to you as we unite our voices in song with the entire family of your faithful people everywhere. Will you join with me? Holy, 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 my heart, my heart adores you. My heart to say to you, you are holy, Lord. Friends, on the night of his arrest, Jesus took bread, and it would have been whatever bread he had, just like we will take whatever elements we have. And he blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples. And I encourage you to do this with me, whether you're breaking or just holding up. And said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I invite you to do so right now. And even to go ahead and partake now. And in the same manner after they had supped, Jesus took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins. Each time you drink of it, do this in remembrance of me. So whether you dip or you drink, I invite you to partake now. <clears throat> Will you join me in prayer? Holy One, in these days, we are aware in new dimensions. The meaning of this notion that wherever we are gathered, even in the smallest of groups, there you are. Bidden or not, you are here. Having met us at our various tables spread across this land, May we go forth and meet people with that same kind of presence wherever we go. In the ways in which you have nourished us in our journeys, in good times and in bad, may we go forth and share some nourishment with those who find themselves in the valley. 
in ways in which you have forgiven and renewed us, we ask that you send us out to be forgiving and renewing forces in this world. We pray these things in the name of the one that we call Christ. Amen. Friends, scripture says that it was when they had sung a hymn that they went out. benediction we'll leave this zoom up for a little while if you want to stay on and chat with each other you are welcome to and as we go from this place may you know that the love of God who is our creator Jesus Christ our redeemer the Holy Spirit our sustainer goes with you now and always peace be with you amen, amen.